make sure that you go to Golden Ink Tattoo, located at 3109 Airline Boulevard in Portsmouth, Virginia. Give them a call at 757-465-1010 to book an appointment with Denise, Kitty, Jay, or Kane. And I'm not talking about the big red machine either. You can go there, you mention Leveling Up Banks, and you get 10% off of your tattoo. So if you're looking for a tattoo, get your tattoo at Golden Ink Tattoo. Yeah. Hey, what's good, everybody? It's me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, and you are listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. And joining me as always are my co-host, Rebellious Dean Trav. How you fellas doing today? Hey, we good? Good, man. Hey. Ready to rock? Hey. So- Hashtag we good. Sometimes in life, you got to take the finger, put it up to the lips, and let them know. Oh, I thought he was going to say put it in your nose. Nah. I thought you were going to say yeah. put it in your nose, too. I know, nah. Trav. I, I, I do have a booger. This, this finger don't go in any holes. Let me, let me say oh, that right I now. like that. Oh, hey. Oh, oh chill. Chill, Rondale. Just take it easy. Kids. Yeah, we're, I don't know what this man is going. Hey, you here. ever seen uh, the people brush their teeth with their finger when they forget yeah. their toothbrush? Now, now, real talk. Real I, talk we all um, been there at the sleepover. Forgot we've been hey, slumber party. Sleepover. Hey, you know damn well, you mom won't about to drive over at nine o'clock at night to bring you your yeah, toothbrush. No. It won't no, go. That ain't happening. You that coming home if I gotta come out there? That's what's yeah, happening. Okay, right. so, all right, so all right, so let, let's let's have this discussion real quick. So I want to ask you guys, like, what did you guys do if y'all didn't have y'all's toothbrush and you were at the slumber party and you had to brush your teeth because you didn't want to have foul dragon breath all morning? You know what I'm saying? Uh, What I would do, I would get a cup and I would pour some water in it and then I would take the toothpaste and then I would put it in my mouth and I would drink the water and then I would treat it like it was mouthwash. And that's how I brush my teeth. Like, what did you guys do, Trav? Well, I definitely didn't drink the water. I don't know if you meant drink it or you just put it like in your gargle. mouth to gargle. Yeah, yeah. Put it in my mouth. Yeah, but your ass said gargle. that you put toothpaste in your mouth and then drunk the water. So I don't know. You giving people a wrong impression that you drink a toothpaste <laughs> water over there. But now, now, this is what your boy would do, right? I I, I put my finger under the, under the sink. Okay. I put the toothpaste on it. I brush my teeth with my finger. I put like water in my hands. Act like uh, I was, uh-huh. hey, act like I was Jesus in the river. Just uh-huh. oh, right Lord. there. Spit it back go. in the sink. And uh, your boy's ready to rock. Quick fix, ready to go. I just hit the mouthwash, you know. Hey, man, you got mouthwash? Boom. Boom. Hey, man. See, I ain't trust hey, nobody's no, mouthwash because me, yeah, I didn't pour it in the cup. I, I, yeah, I, oh, oh, yeah, you just, yeah, you just, yeah, you just looked it up. Banks that's like, scared. Uh, I was like, <laughs> that's like, uh, remember what what was it called when we were in school and then you'd be like hey yo let me hit that and then you would take the soda and then you would hold it above yeah. your mouth i don't um, know social distance was it before no social no no, no. Was like, let Le- me take a swig or something it was dude something. no there was legitimately a word for fountain in, in your mouth that. for your lips didn't touch it damn yeah. bro what was that i can't word? remember what it was hey you I, bringing I, up I, middle school vibes yeah, like, right now bro do hey, you think do you, think, you remember the boat uh, when you would boat people still do that Yes. Probably not that lingo, though. Did you bow people? Yeah, throw them bows. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. You tap them the twice elbows. on the shoulder and smack them in the back of the head, get bowed. Oh, uh, no. It was something where it's like people would smack the back of your neck. Was it was it back? Was it back neck or something like that? Where they would smack the back of your neck? Nah, we had something? the bow. We had the bow, bro. That and we had lop. Do you, now, do y'all remember snatches? Yeah, I remember snatches, bro. Doorknob, hey, hey, hey. doorknob, hey. safety. I didn't, I didn't play. I didn't play safety. snatches. I did not play snatch because 
back when I was in high school, uh, it was back like when I was every, in high school. Every <laughs> once in a while, <laughs> every once in a while, they would have uh, you know the hot wings, right? The hot wings. And oh. I believe it's like if you pay like an extra two or three dollars, you got more wings. And I remember like people used to be like snatches and I'd be like, hell no. Nah. It's just like, I worked hard for that money. Uh, me and D, we worked at the same job, which I'm not gonna- uh, Yeah, disclose know, that. It I'm was not, tough. Not, yeah. We lost hey. a lot of good men in there. Yeah, hey, hey yo, hey yo, it's like, that was my money. I, I, I wasn't at the point anymore where it's like my mom had to give me lunch money. Uh-huh. And it's just like, I won't play in that snatches mess. Yeah, like, nah. nah. That's wild, bro, cause it's like, I remember now you're bringing up all these memories, bro. Like my mom used to take me to Scotsman on military. Ah, uh, Scotsman. Uh, bro, I, the, I would get, get the, the extra. Bro, I'd get the dicky suits and I would get the extra long tees that go down to like your knees. Mm-hmm. And I and I remember those days, bro. I remember those days. And I know you know, you know, cause Mama Banks holding it down at the Navy Exchange, bro. They had chucks for days, all colors. Mm-hmm. My mom, my mom, brought me to the Navy Exchange. I'd get like three pairs of Chucks because they was like 30, 35 a pop. And no I have tax. Chucks. I would have uh, Chucks to match my dicky outfits, bro. It was a different time. Uh-huh. You had different the dicky time. shorts. I had the dicky shorts. Yeah, but you had like you had some people that had the full dicky outfit. Bro, that's like, what I'm saying. I had the jacket and stuff. I had the cuff and the crease. Did you have did you have the dicky's headband too? Bro. Uh, no, but no, Come that's on. that's too but much. No, but there was a Dickie's headband. All I know ah. is your boy was trying to look like the white ice cube, bro. I had the had the dicky outfit. I thought you was gonna say I was ready to go. Nah. T.I. used to wear the Dickies, uh, the whole uh, Dickie. Um, now nah, that's an ice cube. Then ice cube made made the Dickie outfit hot, bro. Mm-hmm. Show some respect to Cube, man. Uh-huh. Come on. But hey, look, let's go ahead and get into today's episode because we we took uh, some of our yeah. lessons back. <laughs> like it was just Jesus. <laughs> like, this guy. This dude said back when I was in high school. Yeah, I was a young whippersnapper. Show, show oh, yeah, what are we fifty? <laughs> hey, I, I am fifty, man. Oh I'm lord. Yeah, and dog But uh, joining us today on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks is a very talented voice actress mm-hmm. who um, I befriended on Twitter. And uh, she's, like I said, she's very talented. She's very nice. And she has an amazing smile. And that is Miss Brianna Roberts. So uh, let's go ahead and give her a call. But before we do that, here is a word from our sponsors. Do you love decorating your home with your personality and showing people who you are as soon as they enter the room? But maybe it's just so difficult to find what you are looking for. Maybe some Pokemon card coasters, or maybe even some Totoro miniature vases. Hell, maybe even a Star Wars Rebel logo canvas for your wall. Well, luckily for you, us over here at Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks have teamed up with Nerdy Craft by Tiny T to give you what you've been looking for. Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T has opened up her Etsy shop where you can decorate your home and yourself with your favorite nerdum from anime to Disney animations or even mythical creatures. If you are looking for it, Tiny T from Nerdy Crafts has got it. You can find Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T by searching Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T on Facebook and Etsy or by clicking the links provided to you on the Level Nut with Benjamin Banks podcast page. Also, make sure you use the code LEVELINGUP at checkout to save yourself 10% off your purchase. That's code LEVELINGUP at checkout to save yourself 10% off. Decorate your home with Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T today. Now, now typically we do interviews with the other person muted, but we figured for this one, 
You know, you could uh-huh. be unmuted. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> you you think by now I'd have all this, you know, the Zoom calls and stuff figured out after a year. <laughs> yeah, you never um, know. Uh, hey, you never know. I'm I just, just want to say you have an amazing smile. So thank you for joining us. <laughs> well, thank you. Thanks yeah. for having me. Hey, I'm excited to be here. Banks has an amazing smile, too. And, and he's just a man that appreciates a good smile. Mm-hmm. Look at see, Dude, look at that smile every- right there on my man right there. That's right. <laughs> smiles recognize smiles. That's well, right. You know what all what all might says is the strongest people have the biggest smile. So that's why I'm always smiling. Who? So be- oh, come like on, that. bro. <laughs> the, gotcha. the man that I have still gotcha. standing right here beside right me right there. now. We need to get you a little light for Ren Goku, though, bro. Bro, I know, man. It's just not it's, even it's, fair. You got All Might hovering over my man like he's a Titan. All Might's yeah, all glistening all and Might. everything, and then Ren Goku's just there. No, I, I know. Unfortunately, that's the only Ren Goku that they had at uh, Video Game Heaven. But hopefully, because of his popularity from the Demon Slayer Mugen Train movie, he can get a uh, giant head like All Might. Yeah, he'll get a yeah, giant okay. head like All. And he and he deserves. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, Trav, remember when we went to go see the movie? I said that Ren Goku was the All Might of Demon Slayer. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would, I would love to see a giant head Ren Goku. A giant head Ren Goku, I like that. Yes. Hey, well, well, no, you haven't seen the dub, but in the dub of the movie, the um, they made a joke about how every time Ren Goku got big, uh, Sandro <laughs> was just like, "How did you grow so big?" But that wasn't in the sub. I think that that was just something. No, funny that was that they definitely in not the in the sub. Yeah, but uh, something that we do with all of our guests that we have here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks is we ask, "What is their origin story?" So. Let all of our listeners and viewers know, who is Brianna Roberts? What is your origin story? <laughs> uh, well, I was born and raised in Houston, Texas. So that's the the true origins there. Mm. Uh, it took a hot minute to learn how to not talk in a Texas accent. So there's that. <laughs> I feel like it slips out sometimes, especially if I'm talking to somebody who has a Southern accent. It's like, all of a sudden, I just slip into it. And, and there it is. <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so uh, funny. I moved up to the Dallas area in, uh, gosh, 2009, I think. Um, I've been doing stage acting since I could walk, it seems like. Uh, I've always been doing theater, uh, especially love musicals. That was my first love. And oh, that's yeah. kind of what got me into uh, the acting uh, scene. And, uh, of course, just started doing community theaters and things like that and trained with a, a theater company in Houston called Center Stage Theatrical School. Um, have done theater. Oh my gosh. I've done so many shows. Uh, I love it. Um, I ended up, so I went to college for film and TV and broadcast. Uh, let, let me start over film and TV production <laughs> and good. broadcast. There we go. Let's get mm-hmm. it. The, the words. It's a mouthful. Right. Uh, I, yes. Um, and so I graduated and I was working as a producer. I wasn't doing any voice acting yet. And like, you know, any small studio, you want to save a buck everywhere you can. Mm-hmm. And we were doing this original animation project. And my boss was like, Brianna, you're, you're an actor, right? Why don't you just hop in the booth and be this character? I was like, okay. Um, so I started recording that character. I had a lot of fun. I had never really even thought about or considered voice acting because I was so entrenched in the stage side of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but I just fell in love with it. It was so much fun. And I loved that I could play any character regardless of what I looked like. I yep. am uh, 5'11", so that nixes you for a lot of uh, the main roles in stage productions because I'm usually taller than a lot of men. Mm. And <laughs> mm. so I loved that I could play anything and it didn't matter that I was tall. I could be a granny. I could be a little boy. I could be a mom. I could be a warrior. It was so awesome. So I started my journey there 
started taking classes and workshops. I've taken an, an innumerable amount of classes and workshops uh, and just kind of been, you know, chipping away at my place in the industry for the last, I guess, uh, eight years, I think so. Yeah. Mm, the so wood that, chipper. That's it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's nutshell story. Now that's that's awesome. You know, it's nice like, origin. Yeah, it is a nice origin story, man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, one of the things that I love about our podcast is we give people the opportunity to come up here and especially like with voice actors, uh, we give people the opportunity to learn who that person is behind the mic. So again, I just want to say, you know, thank you for joining us. And I hope that everybody who listens to this episode, that they'll find out stuff about you that they possibly didn't know or um, you know, they'll find something out about you and they'll reach out to you. Like we've had <laughs> a guest up here, Brian Overa, and he is into food and to cooking and stuff like that. So it's just like, oh, wow, I didn't know that he loved doing that stuff. So mm-hmm. like, what are some of your hobbies that you like to do when you're not voice acting? Oh, so I love fish um, in, a, in a different life. I might have been a marine biologist. Um, mm. I, That's a JoJo I, reference. <laughs> I have a giant 60-gallon uh, fish tank, uh, freshwater fish. I love it so much. It's like one of my favorite hobbies. Uh, I've always really, uh, again, growing up in Houston, Texas, we had horses. So, of course, uh-huh. I had my horses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Got to live that stereotype, right? Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, um, really, I love to read, reading, reading, reading. I do a lot of reading. Um, I love fantasy novels. Uh, nice. I feel like that's mostly it. My fish, my dog. Oh, I love my dog. Yeah, yeah. Dog and she's the best. What? Yeah, what type of dog do you have? Yeah. So sh- she's, a, she's a mix. She's like part schnauzer, part uh, Jack Russell Terrier, part wire hair dachshund, and part Shetland sheepdog. So she uh-huh. a hot mess. Yes, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, yeah. We love dogs here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Uh, <laughs> well, mine is huge I mean, and in the way. Yeah, I mean, and you heard Dee's dog. Like, Dee, Loki is a part of our podcast because he makes an <laughs> appearance almost every episode now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The, I, uh, what, the, I don't know if you've ever brought him to the screen like on an actual episode or if it I think was for Reness Rivera. It's okay, like I showed I was, him to Reness. I wasn't sure if that or was like, on camera or if it was uh <laughs> or if it made it to the episode. I didn't know. Hey, he well, didn't know. Yeah, I cleared up for him. I want to hear more about this fish tank though, because I know at one point I had like your regular fish tank, right? That can only fit a couple mm-hmm. fish. And that was a pain in the ass, the <laughs> The handle, so I can't imagine the six. It is. Was it sixty gallons? You said gallons. Yeah. <laughs> How many fish are in there? Uh, right now I think I have sixteen fish. Sixteen I fish. Now, are you into like exotic fish, or, or is this like your standard run-of-the-mill stuff you can just get at <laughs> PetSmart? No, mo- most of them you can't get it at PetSmart. I've got uh, clown loaches, rainbow fish. Um, I've got some uh, cichlids in there. I've got an electric blue acara, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. a green phantom pleco. So I- I've got, they're not like the super fancy, but they're mm-hmm. not the PetSmart fish. They're like Right. Right in the middle. And I'm just going to nod my head and pretend like I know these fish. You know? like, <laughs> yeah. There, know there's this. some yeah. fan out there that's watching right now. They're like, oh, I know what that is. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Mm-hmm. We're kinder. Man, I, I can't remember the guy's name from Deuce Bigelow. Mel oh, yeah. I can't remember. But I remember either. he had the giant fish tank. Yeah. it was <laughs> a, That was a, a, a lionfish, right? Oh, that would be saltwater. Yeah, and I think didn't it end up going in the blender or something. They killed the fish and he had yeah, to replace yeah, the blind it. girl. Yeah, yeah she, the blind uh, girl. Yeah. Yeah, she pushed the God, button and she was so like, long. 
Yeah, that's a classic, though. That's a classic movie. Yeah, that's a classic. (laughs) It is. Um, But, you know, something I wanted to bring up was that you were an astroloft in space. And Mm -hmm. that that was something that, that was something that me and Trav, we loved that show when Mm -hmm. uh, we had Christopher Dontrell Piper up here Mm -hmm. and he voiced Ogre on uh, Astroloft Mm -hmm. in space. Yeah. And just, I want to say like this anime, it was interesting because Every episode, it always wanted you to, uh, you know, wanting more. Mm-hmm. And the whole mystery, I mean, like, the anime came yeah. out of 2018, so I feel like we can talk about, like, spoilers and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Are you okay with oh, that? Yeah. Is everybody here okay with that? I just, yeah. just want to make sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. it's, like I said, it's a couple years old. And If it's you're not- listening, if you're watching and you haven't seen it yet, pause, fast forward. Right. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Go, go to this time code. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but I mean, like, just finding out that all of the kids on the show were clones and they were sent to space because uh, it's like the parents, they wanted to get rid of them and they wanted to make new clones and all this stuff. Like the show, it it was amazing. It was only 11 episodes, I believe. 12. Uh, 12. Yeah, I think it was 12. Okay, yeah, the first, the, so first and la- the first and last were almost a movie. They were like an hour long episode. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you so know. How, like, how was it working on that show? Because, I mean, you were... Um, Aries, I believe that was her name, right? Aries? Yeah, I was the mom. Yeah. I was the mom and of Aries. They were simul dubbing yeah. the series too at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. so how how was it working on it? Oh, it was amazing. Um, the story is so good, so it's mm-hmm. always extra fun when you get to be on a show that the story is so well written mm-hmm. and that it comes to full completion and satisfaction at the end. Uh, Caitlin Glass was the director, and Caitlin is just amazing. Yes. Yep. So working with her was really cool. Um, of course, being in the show, uh, Megan Shipman, who played Aries, who was my daughter. Mm-hmm. I love Megan. Um, there are so many wonderful people in the show. Danny Chan. Chambers. Uh, she is my best friend in real life. So it was really nice. cool to get to be in a show with her. Uh, we kind of started our acting journey, our voice acting journey together around the same time. So uh, it's really cool when our, our careers get to diverge. And it's <laughs> weird. We've been getting that a lot lately here on the podcast, where it's like, mm-hmm. coincidentally, we end up getting like best friends or coming on the show. Or roommates. <laughs> roommates besties yeah yeah like i I feel like that 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 is amazing when it's somebody who you're close with best Mm -hmm. friend somebody that you've known and you've come up together and when you work together on projects like uh with me because i'm a professional wrestler and there were times where it's like you know somebody who i came up who i started with in the business and whenever we get to share the ring together it's always an amazing feeling because it's like we're friends outside of the ring, but in mm-hmm. the ring, we're friends too. And we get getting to work together and do cool stuff. And I always feel like uh, when you work with your friends, like friends tell the best stories in a way. <laughs> and you can hit them harder. Yeah. If that makes any sense. You can be more yourself, I guess. You can. And it's interesting yeah, I mean, too, because, you know, when you record, you're by yourself. You're not usually interacting with anybody. Um, so it's just their voice that you're hearing on the other side if they recorded before you. And for me... When it, it when I am playing opposite somebody that I know or have a personal relationship with, it does make it so much easier as the character mm-hmm. to uh, feel like I'm having more of a connection and a feeling between my character and their character. I, I guess mm-hmm. that's just human nature. Yeah. Comfort level. It's all yeah. comfort. Something I wanted to bring up was on a lot of animes that you've been on, you played the mother. 
Mm-hmm. And, and the mom. The mom, the animal. <laughs> and you know, it's 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 crazy because it's just like you played the mother in like so many animes. Like, I don't know. Oh, like how like how does it feel always playing the mom in, in these shows? <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it, you know. To, there's the one side of it because when it's your job, it's like, hey, work is work. I'll I'll do whatever yeah, you want. Right. You know, I'll squawk like a bird or I'll be a mom. You know, anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I really enjoy getting to play the different moms. Um, it's kind of fun uh, when you play a lot of the same type of characters because it kind of gives you a chance to really work on making them unique. Yep. And different from each other, even though they're all a mom and moms only right. get seen so much typically in an anime but really creating their character and making them be different. Even if they still sound like me, my voice, Yeah, they're so different. Like you can be like, oh, I loved you as Yuriko and smiled on the runway. She was so sweet. She was such a nice mom. Or mm-hmm. wow, your mom was such a jerk in Fruits Basket. Like, wow. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I kind of enjoy the the challenge that comes from playing the same types of characters pretty frequently. Yeah. And one of the mothers that I wanted to bring up was uh, the mother on Attack on Titan, Gabby. Now, this is the final season for Attack on Titan, and Gabby, she's a very major character in the show. Like, how was it being able to work on the final season of Attack on Titan? Uh, I Okay, so I'm a fan of the show outside nice. of voice. I'm just nice. like, ah! So when I got the booking email, um, you don't know what you're recording. You just know what show you're going to record for. And so I saw in my email from my agent, Attack on Titan, I was like, ah! like I totally <laughs> fangirled and was like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. You know, because I knew it was the final season. So right. there's only so many opportunities to get in on a franchise that I love so much. So uh-huh. that was super, super exciting. Must be pretty fun. Yeah, Attack on Titan is just one of those series. I know the the manga just ended recently, mm-hmm. but it's one of those series where you can kind of compare it to The Walking Dead, where it's like they have so many characters on the show. It's like you never know who's going to die. Like there's a bunch of people who betray each other and whatnot. And the story is just really interesting. And if anybody who's listening and watching, if you've never watched Attack on Titan, watch it because it's, it's really good. Yeah. Um, a lot and- of twists and turns. Yeah, and yeah. thankfully, um, because see, I, I started watching the anime when season three was out, but I know back when it initially came out, season one came out, and I believe season two came out four years later. Yeah, it was four I years later. I think so. It was, it was yeah. a while. Yeah. yeah. So There yeah, was a delay in there. Yeah, so it's cool that, you know, if you haven't watched a certain anime or something, you can just watch it all down and not have to wait like how mm-hmm. we have to wait you know what i'm saying i enjoy waiting though not not four years though <laughs> no no well again that's that's japanese animation for you dude i mean it wasn't like it was it went gangbusters there so you know that's they probably just thought it was one and done like the studio and then it got hot over here you know and they decided to roll with it but i mean that happens a lot where you only get 12 13 episodes and then they move on so you so you think that it was only just going to be that one season and then that was going to be it probably initially i don't know man i feel like attack on titan was such a a big deal back in the day i feel like it was i mean it's, yeah. it's still a big deal i'm I, you just right. said you didn't even start watching it until season three so you were yeah but i knew what, but late, i knew what it was what I, mean? I knew what it was yeah. though I just, I just, exactly. it's just, I, I had fell out of uh, love with anime. So it's like, I wasn't really watching anything, but 
I knew what Attack on Titan really? was. I knew what My Hair Academia was. Um, I knew what JoJo's Bizarre Adventure was, even though I wasn't a fan yet. Mm-hmm. Um, now, so, Banks, hang on. Well, hold on, hang on big guy. It, it's because he was looking at Jensen Ackles, and he was enamored with Jensen. Yeah. So, so how how long were you out else? of the loop with? How long were you out of the loop with anime? With anime. It was, he, looked, yeah. it was a, he looks portrayed or something right now. Like, he didn't know this about you. <laughs> so, two, when Bleach, after they got to the part where um, the vampires, I forgot what they were called. Yeah, I can't remember the vamp- what they're called either. The vampires Aran, on Bleach. The Iron Car? I can't remember. Mm-mm. So, I, I want to say, like, probably 2009, 2010. Wow. So, Till yeah, when? Like, I, uh, when did Dragon Ball Super come out? 2015? 15. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. So I, yeah. I, and Dragon Ball Super was the only anime that I was watching. Like I, mm. I didn't start watching other stuff until like I was recommended stuff and I checked it out. And luckily, uh, you know, I didn't have to. I could binge it. Like when My okay. Hero Academia came out, you know, I was. I didn't know to, that. Yeah, man. It's mm. like yeah, dark times. More you know, dark, dark times. times. It, dark it times. is. It is. Hey, it, it it happens, man. It happens. Like sometimes, yeah. you know, uh, people. They make fun of you for for liking something, and yeah, and it affects uh, you. It, it, yeah, it eats at you, and it's just like, well, well, dang, maybe I am too old to still be watching anime and stuff. And it's just like, I just feel like you know, if you have people in your life that are like that, you need to remove them from your life because if you love something, you should do what you love. You should watch what you love. Like it's like you're never too old to enjoy anime or cartoons, especially when. It's like, you know, some of these cartoons are really, really good. Like Invincible, for example. Really good cartoon. Uh, Brie, I don't know if you've watched Invincible. Have you checked that out? I haven't. I haven't. I need to. It's really good. And I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah. Great plot twist. Yes. I'll check it out. So um, question, when you're not recording, like, do you have time to watch anime? Because there are a lot of voice actors that we have up here who say that, uh, you know, they really don't have time to watch anime yeah. because they're always recording so much so do you have time to watch it and if you do what are some of your favorite animes besides attack on titan i make time yes. um <laughs> nice. i actually did not start watching anime until after i was a voice actor oh wow um, i i was doing stage i was doing other voice acting and uh danny got into she's always been a fan danny chambers she's always been a fan of anime so i've always known about it through her as my best friend um, and then when she started working at Funimation, I was like, I'm going to support my BFF. I'm going to watch her shows. So I watched them. Yes. Um, I think the first one I watched was Ancient Magus Bride, which she was in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I love this. So she gave me a list of like what ones I should start out watching. So Fairy Tale, of course, was the, the first one after her show that I started watching. Um, so I'm like hooked now. Like I am a fan. I'm a late bloomer, uh, a fan yeah, of there's anime. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's the thing with anime. There's always great stuff to go back and discover. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. kind of like music, you know. Yeah, yeah. You and since I hadn't music. started watching it until you know, uh, I don't know, five or six years ago, nice. I've got so much <laughs> like oh, about yeah. the world is at my fingertips. Mm-hmm. Um, but current <laughs> shows, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I love Fire Force, Attack on Titan, mm-hmm. Fruits Basket, um, Black Clover. Though that's my comeback to like I'll watch it and then. Did y'all see that like bug? Yeah, I did. I like that yep. though. Okay. Yeah, I did. Got a firefly a thing spirit. going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. Spirit. I like yeah. it. It was Michael. Are you, are you <laughs> a fire force? That's I right. Am on fire. 
I am on Fire Force. Uh, nice. Uh, I'm. I'm like. I'm looking for the bug now. If it was like a mosquito. Oh, it's or there something. to your right. Uh, no, your ah. left. Mm, uh, yeah, it's it right in front of you. Where? Oh yeah, I see oh, it. Is that? I see it. <laughs> it's it's like not shown itself this whole time, and now all of a sudden it's in attack mode. There. So I'm uh, sorry, I, I, squirrel. Like I, I, I totally. I've been, oh, no, I've, been, nah, I've been controlling it from a distance. Uh-huh. <laughs> all of this yeah. for good content for you. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, uh, random bug. Yeah, I know. What what was I even saying? It, it's uh, uh, some of your favorites. Yeah, yeah, Fire Force. Force. Yep. And oh, yeah. then, uh, Black Clover was one Black, that you come back yeah, to. Yeah, Black Clover. I come, I come and go from that. I'll, I'll like binge watch it, and then yep, I won't watch it. Same here. Binge watch mm-hmm. episodes. Um, I'm trying to think what what else. Have you ever Have you ever watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? No, I need oh. to. It's uh, one of those okay. that's that's like it's such a commitment. It's kind of yeah. like One Piece. I haven't started One Piece either mm. because it's mm-hmm. like where where oh. do I start? Oh, for two on the pod. Oh, oh. For two. I know. Oh. Dude, I know happened. what you was doing. What, <laughs> what do you mean? Doing? I was asking no, her D, if she had hey, seen it. D, I, I will say D was trying to get the setup, and it just yes, didn't work out. It didn't work out in his favor. Yeah, I love One Piece. I've been yeah. watching every... Nope, no good. And yeah, no it's good. an ongoing thing up here. It's like, I love JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. They we love, love One, One Piece. Piece. And, it's uh, a competition. It's a competition. Yeah, they're both on my list. It's the problem. Nice. Like I said, since I didn't get introduced to it till mm-hmm. so much later in life, it's like there's so much that I haven't won. Mm-hmm. Oh, this bug. Okay. You know, what I um <laughs> what I suggest with both of them, and I'm not I'm not sure how many volumes JoJo is, but with one piece, what I usually recommend is that you you read it. It's oh, like because okay. I treat it like I've been reading it since 10th grade, you know, and mm-hmm. it was almost like my newspaper. I would mm-hmm. pick up a volume here, read when I can, and you know, and just keep it going, you know. Keep it moving. And then, yeah. Yeah, That's what D does. it's easier that way. Keep it moving. That's what D does. Yeah, fight giant puppy dogs. <laughs> yeah, and bugs. And bugs too. <laughs> I'm so distracted. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, oh no, hey, there's another is, one. I said <laughs> this is probably the the first nature episode of leveling up with <laughs> right. nature dogs. We got well, look, dogs. I don't know how it got, got in here. It's literally it's a cave. You have to like move the blanket <laughs> to even get in. So he really want. Oh, it's just like a sitting Pixar in the corner movie. like this. I'm waiting for my moment to make <laughs> every my movie. Pixar movie right. Speaking of Pixar movies, I just watched Coco for the first time. Oh, you know, only, just look, only, only took him five, six years like you did with Attack on Titan. So, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh oh. Hey, didn't we just say that it's it's okay to be a late bloomer to stuff? No, yeah, it's okay for her that. to be a late bloomer. Yeah, oh, but yeah, it's not, not okay you. for me. No, you got a whole <laughs> list. <laughs> yeah, I have the list. Uh, like, like Cap. From, uh, from Cap. Yeah, like Cap mm-hmm. and Captain America. He was in the ice. Mm-hmm. He woke up. Here's a list of anime to check out. <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah, Bree, I wanted to uh, mention piggyback off of some of the animes that you watch. A lot of those animes, especially like Fruits Baskets, mm-hmm. that was one that you first watched when uh, you know before you got into voice acting, and then you had the opportunity to be on Fruits Baskets. Yes. So, you know, I oh. I always feel that it's an amazing. You know, you start watching something, and it's just like you become a fan of it. And mm-hmm. then it's just like, oh snap! Like I'm actually on an anime that I really enjoy. Yeah. So, like, how is that when it uh, comes? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. It, I was just so excited. Um, Fruits Basket. It's just such a good story. If you love slice of life anime, like it's mm-hmm. so good. Um, so to get to be on it was so meaningful because the show itself is so encouraging and has so many 
positive messages, even though a lot of the characters, like especially the relationship between characters and their parents, there's a lot of jerk parents. My The right, one yeah. I voice, including, she's the mm-hmm. worst. Mm-hmm. Um, but the lessons and the messages that are communicated to people through the experiences that the characters are having, it's uh, just to actually get to be a part of it was so, so special. And to get to be, I have my little, I call it my little basket of anime children. The, that Caitlin Glass, I get to add her to my basket of anime children. Because <laughs> she voiced Machi and then I was Machi's mom. So mm-hmm. Now, I haven't seen the revised Fruit Basket. <gasps> I've only seen the original. Oh, you need to. But I hear, yeah, I hear nothing but really good things about. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy this kind of animes too, like Orin High School Host Club. Fruit baskets. Mm-hmm. I've heard of that one. Um, you know, you're lying, April. Silent voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I just recently saw only yesterday, like a year or two ago. I don't know if you ever seen that movie. Mm-mm. Oh man, but it's an incredible movie. You should definitely check out Only Yesterday if you like that kind of stuff. But yeah, those yeah. slice of life animes. It's cool because, like, when you think of anime, you really do think of like the shonen type stuff where there's. Mm-hmm fighting and there's battles and stuff yeah but there's so much anime that's just like tv show type stuff there's really yeah there just happen to be animes mm-hmm. that are you know really 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 good and got great messages like you were mm-hmm. talking about so yeah i feel like that's one of the cool things about anime is that there's something out there for everyone mm-hmm. there's anime like if you want to watch action uh, a mystery uh, a horror anime uh, there's so many options, and I love the fact that we live in a world now where uh, everything is digital. So it's like if there's something that you want to watch, you can watch it. You can watch a whole series. It's not like how it was when we were growing up, where it's like if if you, you got wanted, what you got, oh, well, yeah, you, you got what you got. You either had Toonami or you had uh, Sci-Fi or you had HBO or Stars, and even with that, you couldn't you couldn't select what you wanted to watch. It's just like oh. This anime is on. Let me watch it, and then mm-hmm. you're either gonna like it or you weren't gonna like it. So That's right, it's it's cool that that's uh, typically know that how we, things go when you uh do stuff. Thanks, you either like it or you don't. Well, not all the time. I mean, I like oh, everything. Okay. I know <laughs> <laughs> everything that he actually watches. watches. <laughs> but no, I wanted to uh, touch on because you have done some video game work. Mm-hmm. You did some voiceover work in Smite. Like, how was that? Like. Lending your voice to a video game. Oh, so cool. So Smite was my first professional booking after. um, Oh, nice. I had been, I I did what I did at the studio I worked at. But then like once I got an agent, but Mm. I auditioned, I want to, it was like, I can't remember the exact number, but I did over 200 auditions before I ever booked my first. Wow. Wow. And Smite, uh, what it was Crystal Gaze Medusa. That was the first one that I ever booked. So that was so exciting. I remember I um, I walked into Okratron, which is where I recorded it. And um, I wasn't an anime fan yet at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Chris Sabat was there and I was just talking to him and I had no idea who he was. Because he just happened to be there. Um, I knew he owned the studio, but I didn't right. know that. Mm-hmm. that How like, big he was. A big deal. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. And then uh, a couple years later, I did uh, Ragnarok Hera or mm-hmm. Smite. And then most recently, mm-hmm. it hasn't come out yet, but it has been announced is a Sea Nymph Soul. Ah! Nice. So excited about that. I've always wanted to be a mermaid, so I got to be a mermaid. I saw that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here where oh. dreams come true. Yes. yes. Oh, all that stuff. 
I, you know what though? I bet that was refreshing for Christopher Sabbath though to have somebody, somebody come in that know. didn't even know who he was. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Versus probably somebody so. just being like, "You're Christopher Sabbath." Not saying that a lot of people geek out. You know, they probably do remain professional, but it's like you talk to him like a regular dude, quote unquote. You know what I yeah. mean? And like, <laughs> I'm sure he was like, "Well, this was nice." <laughs> just to actually have a regular conversation with somebody and not have to talk mm-hmm. about myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're Maybe probably so. right. I'm sure. I mean. <laughs> so, Trav, to piggyback off of what you had just said. Um, Who, me? Yeah, which, yeah, what you just oh, said yeah. when you were okay. talking. About, yeah, of course. Of okay. course. Um, I, I wanted to bring up how, you know, because you didn't know who Christopher Sabbath was and like how Trav was saying, uh, you know, sometimes it's like you might be a fan. Like if, if I was to go to Ocatron, I know who Christopher Sabbath is. It's like I would mark out because it's just like that's all might. That's Vegeta. I know who it is. <laughs> Has there been any moments in your career where it's just like you met somebody? Because I know you said Fruit Baskets was one of your, you know, first introduction to anime. Like, did you have any mark out moments mm-hmm. in your career so far? For me, okay. I didn't talk about this earlier. I just kind of skipped over it. I actually worked as a talent agent uh, for a big agency in Texas. I was the film and TV agent for several years. So Mm. talking with uh, actors and some pretty big name actors on a regular basis, just as their agent was Mm -hmm. like a normal thing. And you realize they're just people who are people. So to me, I never have like had the geek out moment like, oh my gosh, you're blah, blah, blah. Uh, Just because I had to work with people in a different professional context context that was, you know, quote, famous. Right. Um, so I, I've always had my head in a little bit different space from maybe other people who encounter uh, some pretty big names in the voice acting industry. Um, so yeah, but it's cool to be on projects with these people. So if I'm playing like Caitlin Glass being my daughter, like that's so mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah. Um, things like that. It's really fun to to feel like, you know, knowing that I'm I'm newer to the industry, relatively speaking, compared right. to those who and better yeah. and so to get to share the screen with some of them that now as an anime fan i know who they are it's like wow that is so awesome that i had this opportunity to uh share a screen and or interact with them as a character uh so yeah did that did, did, did that answer your question or did i go off on a no 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 it, it did it did mm-hmm. i mean it's it it it's all in the same bubble, if that makes any sense. That bubble. Mm-hmm. I want to piggyback off of uh Banks's question and uh I wanted to know, is there was there a difference in getting a role for video games versus animes as far as like the time it took to nail it or like as far as auditioning or are they about the same? So for uh, Funimation and Annie, mm-hmm. actually rarely audition. Um, the mm. directors... They just kind of book you based just, on your right. voice template? Yeah, they um, sometimes they'll do auditions. There's not a lot of time, especially with the simuldub process, to hold mm. formal mm. auditions. So sometimes they might send out some auditions to people to do at home. It's this bug. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't even oh, see it. Cool. I, didn't, hey, I didn't even see it this time. <laughs> okay, I, saw, hey, I, saw, I, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. I tried to ignore it. Um, so they get to know you through going into the studio, doing wallet, doing bits, doing smaller pieces, do, doing or smaller characters, doing bigger characters, and then they just have to, mm. based on their um, their vision as the director and based on what the original voice was for the Japanese version, they cast mm. accordingly. Um, so yeah, I very few times have I actually auditioned. 
for a role. Got it. Um, but whereas for video games, gosh, thousands of people are submitting for any given role because usually right. it's mm. national searches. So usually yeah. they're casting in LA, Got New York, it. Texas, wherever. Um, so when you do land a video game role, that's like, oh my gosh, that's like a huge, yeah. huge ordeal because you were in the mix with lots and lots and lots of other people. Um, whereas in anime, Funimation has their roster of actors that they kind of, they pull from, but it's still, I mean, yeah, I yeah. don't want to discredit getting booked on, but that's a huge right, ordeal, right, right. but yeah. we're talking about as far as like the audition process versus yes. booking. Yes, yeah. correct. Mm -hmm. well, okay. I was just wondering, and thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Trev. Well, then let me ask, because it seemed like, you know, you spent your whole life doing this thing in theater and working your way up to being some form of a talent agent and stuff like that. What made you... I know you had like the where you filled in, you know, and did some voice acting for mm -hmm. where you were working. But it's like, what made you leave something that you had established yourself in so concrete already to kind of like restart the struggle again and something else? Um, I enjoyed it for one. So there, there's always the fact that a pursuing something that you enjoy. Um, I also like the challenge. Uh, it, it is very different um, to have to be able to communicate with just your voice. Yeah. You no longer can use your body language to express your character and their feelings. So it's just your voice. And I found that so interesting and fascinating. And it's harder to do than, than what you think at first. Like, oh, man, when I listen to my early auditions, I'm like, no wonder I didn't book anything. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, just wanted to drop some knowledge on y'all. A new uh, front of the podcast, Dewan O'Neill, has dropped his first novelization, Dear Dominic, A Roadmap to His Son, on Amazon. Grab your copy today. So I wanted to ask you, because when I was getting pictures ready for the slideshow, I had saw that you, uh, you already mentioned before, like the theater projects that you've worked on. Like, what were some of your favorite uh, theater projects and what are some of your favorite moments from doing that? Uh, so for musical, I got to play Morticia in the Adams Family musical. Oh, saw that, yeah. That was so fun. Ah, uh, that was you know I, I was born to be Morticia, so that was great. Um, Thirty Nine Steps was really interesting because I got to play uh, three different characters in the same show. I played all three of the female characters, um, and there it's a really interesting, fast moving uh, story to where you're changing characters and whoop. Hit my microphone. Uh, <laughs> changing characters, changing sets. I thought the sets, bug came back. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's somewhere around here. It's waiting mm. to, to scare me. Um, to get you. Uh, yeah. Uh, my favorite dramatic role. Hmm. I really liked playing Henrietta Leavitt in Silent Sky. If you've never uh, seen that show, uh, mm. she was uh, big in uh, the She discovered how to measure the distance between stars. Um, wow. So there's not a lot about her because she was a scientist in a time when women weren't in the sciences. Right. Uh, so that is a beautiful, beautiful play. If you ever get a chance to see it, do so. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Um, I also really liked, uh, I did a thriller, um, Wait, in, uh, Wait Until Dark. Uh, it's the, uh, there's the Audrey Hepburn movie of it. It's a lot of fun. So you should mm -hmm. check out the movie if you like those old movies. So that was fun because she's blind. So that was a challenge mm. to uh, portray a blind person on stage. <laughs> Yeah. Now, Brianna, I want to ask a question. Now, with your stage background and stuff, did you feel like it prepared you for voice acting in any way? Uh, definitely, because I already understood the fundamentals of character development. Mm. Um, 
I think it's easier for somebody who has any sort of acting background to transition to doing voiceover because you have that base understanding of character development. Um, the things I had to adapt to, of course, I remember one of my earliest classes that I took was with Kyle Phillips. Um, and I got, I got in the booth, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do it. I think we were dubbing a scene from um, Fairy Tale. It was just like a, it was mm -hmm. just for the class. So we were right. doing practice stuff. And I remember I did, you know, the beep, beep, beep. And I go and I did my first like ever take. And Kyle, you know, he hits the button. He comes on. He goes, uh, Brianna, there's no backstage <laughs> in the booth. Because I was just like, blah, you know, like pro over projecting uh -huh. because that's what mm -hmm. you do in theater. And I was yeah. like, I'll never work again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so having to learn that, I'm still... A lot of actors are, but because of my theater background, yep. I'm very physical in the booth. Yeah, it's kind as of you second saw. nature. Uh, yeah, as you yeah, saw, oh, I hit, yeah, yeah, I hit saw. the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get into it a lot with my body and my hands and my movement. So I do have to like try to be, you know, spatially <laughs> aware. Uh, but I do fail sometimes when I hit the mic. Well, I think whatever helps you, right? Because every time they show those Disney behind the scenes where like Robin uh -huh. Williams doing the genie. Um, they mm -hmm. had a they had a soul one just recently with uh, Jamie Fox and stuff. All of them, they're very animated when they're doing animated, stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's like whatever helps you portray, even if they don't see it, it's helping you portray it mm -hmm. through your voice. You know, in some ways. So I mean, and yeah. it makes for good video content because I love yeah, it does. seeing that kind I, of stuff. I don't stuff. know because I, I feel like sometimes like when we're talking, it's just like like you was just doing it, Travis. Like you were talking and you were moving your hands. I don't know. It's something about yeah. like moving your hands or just hand, hand. gestures. Somebody, yeah, some like, pe they say some people talk through their hands. Hey, yeah. Yeah. That's just what pe some people do. It. Especially when you're explaining something, it's just second mm -hmm. nature. Hey, Ninja's really been sure. doing it for how many years, bro? Hit uh, you with that you see what they do on Naruto. They hit uh -huh. you with that jutsu. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Brianna, I wanted to ask you uh, to go back to video games. What were some of your favorite video games that you enjoy playing growing up? And are there any current video games that you enjoy playing? Okay, I have made it this far and never had to admit this publicly. <laughs> Tetris. Oh, man. It must be Tetris. I don't play video games. Uh, I could have seen that coming. Actually. That was my second guess. <laughs> you just guess. never know. You I did. We had the... Um, you got a two-part at Banks. What's the one? The one that was popular like the when the Wii first came out? And bowling? you could do like Mario Kart. Uh, there was bowling. There was Mario oh, Mario Kart. Party? No, no. Uh, was it Wii, Wii Sports? That's what I was yeah. Wii Sports was that, yeah. too. Yeah. That Tennis. One. So it was, bowling. So my, my only video game time was, like, when those came out and they were so popular. Mm -hmm. uh, I played okay. those games. No, but that's fine. No, it's, I it's, haven't. No, it's it's cool. Like like we said in this episode already, it's okay to be a late bloomer. You know <laughs> or it's okay just not to get into it at all. Yeah. If it's not yeah. for you. It's not your cup of tea. You know? I do what I do for my like downtime is reading. I really enjoy mm, reading. Yeah. So that that uh -huh. might be why I've never ended up doing video games mm -hmm. because rather than you know because that's usually what you do when you want right. to have some new time. Yeah, and probably. reading is what I well what I know I you I know you said you read a lot of fantasy. What are you reading? Oh, um, so Juliette Marillier is my favorite fantasy author. She's got so many books that she uh, has written through the years. Mm -hmm. uh, she is one of my favorite. Uh, my like guilty pleasure as an adult is actually reading YA, like the YA novels. Um, oh my goodness, uh, Harley Merlin. I love that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> love that series. 
favorites. Um, it's just easy, easy read, easy fun. Um, I've really enjoyed that. Uh, add one piece to that. I'm telling you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, it, I will. I'm All you want. <laughs> Add JoJo's Bizarre Adventure while you're at it. You don't okay, gotta do all I that. Know. Might be a little too much, but um, yeah, it might be that might know. be that might take you over the top. See, <laughs> it's kind of funny to me because like if you looked at my bookshelf, you'd think I'm a 13 year old girl. Because like that's pretty much what I'm really into reading, like House of Night series. Um, yeah. How? Um, I I don't know. I like young adult uh, fantasy stuff like Pendragon. You know, mm-hmm. um, weird stuff like that. So, and then I'm in, yeah, Harry Potter, of course. Yes, but, Harry Potter. I've read Harry Potter. But then also, too, I'm really, oh. I'm a real big fan of, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just funny because you say Harry Potter. And Loki's like, Arr. yeah, and you know something what? about Trav's voice, man. No, you know, know what, what no, you know what it is? It's because, you know, his homie in the first book, you know, the three headed mm-hmm. dog, bro, they did oh, him yeah. dirty. <laughs> And he's like, I don't, oh, I, don't yeah, mess, yeah. I don't mess with that series. That was my home. Uh-huh, right that's there. right. That's right. <laughs> but no, um, I'm also really into like Dean Koontz. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. ever read, read. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if you're in the horror, but Dean Koontz is awesome. He's kind of like a lesser known Stephen King. Okay. Mm. Okay. Thanks, and uh, he has a really good Frankenstein series where like um, the monster never died. And uh, he's mm. living among us. And, you know, he's immortal. And it shows like his plot to take over the world. It's a five book series, really good. But okay. um, I love series when there's like multiple books. Like if yes, I'm going yeah. to come into this universe, I want yeah. I want multiple books. And that's why I love reading the the Star Wars books because mm-hmm. there's so yeah. much background Star Wars lore in the books. So much, so mm-hmm. much. Yeah, and it, keeping it on Star Wars, I saw that you were a huge Star Wars fan. <gasps> yeah. Oh, okay. Look at that. Oh, I I grew up watching Star Wars. It's nice. Uh, it my, 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 makes my heart happy. It's funny because mm-hmm. as a kid, Mark Hamill was an idol to me because he was mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker. Yeah, and right. now as a professional adult working as a voice actor, he's an idol because he's an amazing he's, voice actor. He's yeah. amazing. Here, and that's crazy, right? Because movie-wise, it's Star Wars, and that's pretty much it for him. He's yeah, got some minor it. roles. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But he is an iconic yeah. voice actor. Yeah. Iconic yep. voice actor. Very. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very. Mm-hmm. Um, Chucky. Hold on. Can we talk about Star Wars for a second? We spent like no, no, minutes. that's what I was about to uh, Star Wars good. on Star Wars for right now. Uh, I was about to ask, which trilogy is your favorite? Oh, the original. <laughs> okay, okay. Just because I mean, like, there's some people out there where it's just like the prequels are my favorite trilogy. You know, but that's you, you know, it's interesting because. The original has my heart because that that is what introduced me to the universe and made me love it. Yeah. Um, if I go back and try and watch it like objectively, like if I was watching this for the first time, what would I think about it? And like the story really has a, like it doesn't have great pacing. There's a lot no. of things that are wrong with it. Yeah. But I think it's so nostalgic to me. It will always be my favorite just because of that reason. Um, I've got lots of mixed feels on the newest trilogy. Yeah. Let's talk uh, about it. <laughs> Um, I really like the first one. The first it was one. a mate, dude. When I walked yeah, out of Force Awakens, seven was good. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Did you go with me? Open no, the we night. Didn't, we didn't know oh, we each didn't other. Go together. Yeah, we, oh, we didn't, didn't know each, each other. other? Oh, okay. Nah. Well, I went with a huge group. Right? They tickets went on sale on Monday Night Football during the Eagles game. You know, fan Fandango mm. got shut down. There were so many people trying to buy tickets, <laughs> so you couldn't even get tickets on the site. And I went with like eight, ten people. We like bought the whole row. Went out. And the Force Awakens is incredible. It was good. 
Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Incredible. Very good. Yeah. And then from there. Yeah. And <laughs> hey, was that the X-Wing yes. trail? It was if, something. If they could have just kept going with what they had created, and yep. the feeling that they had made in that and Force Awakens was was so good. And then and then we just the second one was just a hot, hot mess. Hot, hot mess. mess, hot mess. Yeah, hot hummus. And I love hummus, <laughs> but I agree. Like it was just so much stuff in that movie that didn't make any sense. Yeah. And I like when Leia was just floating in space, I was just like, well, when did she learn how to use the fort? Like it's like they could have easily explained that if they wanted to, but it's just like it just came out of nowhere. And yeah, I mean, there there were a few things in episode eight that were okay. But yeah, it's not all the, bad. Yeah, it's not all bad, mm-hmm. but it was just some stuff that was just like, well, why would they do that? Like, because like, you they, have too many people that think Star Wars should be this. And you got mm-hmm. all these people yeah. coming in, directing the movie, and thinking that Luke should act this way and be this way, and these people should be this way. This is what Star Wars is. And it's mm-hmm. just by the time you get to the third one and they throw some random Palpatine story together. Oh, God. Um, you know, it's, of course, it's going to fail. Now, The Mandalorian, though, On the, is uh-huh. what well, I got we wanted. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, that that is what the the newest trilogy should have been. It's like that feels like Star Wars. Yeah. Um, whereas the the new movies didn't feel like Star Wars to me, at least especially the latter two. Um, but yeah, The Mandalorian is so good. Now, what did you think is- of uh, Rogue One? It grew on me. You know, when I first watched it, I was like, man, I don't really like it. And now maybe it's because the other, the last two were so bad (laughs) that it made like the scale go up for Rogue One. Yeah, I loved Rogue One right from the get go. See, as a kid, I loved the Jedi stuff. As I've gotten older, I honestly could care less about the Jedi stuff. I care about the the mm-hmm. story of the rebels and their you got this yeah. empire coming in this dictatorship and they're holding them down and they're trying to rebel and then yeah. you got the story of you know both sides are evil you know in mm-hmm. their own way and yep. you got people yeah. selling weapons to both and there's all this stuff I loved Rogue One when yeah Rogue One I like it more now than I did now have y'all watched the Bad Batch that's come out yep. uh, I watched the first episode. Yet. Yeah. I have not I seen wasn't. the first episode. Incredible. Mm-hmm. But of nice. course, it, uh, Dave Filoni's doing it. So um, mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be good. So, yeah. And, and we just have, we have to just say, D. Bradley Baker, you have yes, a show incredible. with one person <laughs> yeah. that's all of the leads. The, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Incredible. You never get lost or confused on who's talking. He, ugh, he's Honestly, he's, yeah. If you didn't tell, if like, if that wasn't public knowledge, you wouldn't think, mm-hmm. you wouldn't think twice. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is yeah. all one dude. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So, Brianna, how did how did you feel about Solo? I hated it. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, I thought I, I didn't thought hate it. Was okay. it was, I think I, one of my favorites was probably Rogue One, just because it, it was like for me. It was like a, a separate little mission. It was something fresh, you know. It was a fresh. Yeah, and they got a show in. coming out. Oh, nice. Yeah, Ondor's coming out. It's a prequel oh, to Rogue One. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I, that's nice. Be I, good. I think for Solo. I would have liked it better if they would have made him younger. But mm-hmm. he is so close in age that Harrison, Harrison Ford yeah. was. Yeah, what you already get. To where the it's too hard to compare them because they're he's so I mean he he's pretty good. I just I wish they would have made him a younger version yeah. than what he was in I think, solo. I think it's only six years before the first movie. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Solo, so it's mm-hmm. like well, but great well, casting. I thought it was- 
you know, great yeah, casting I, and hey, stuff, but mm-hmm. I thought it was better than episode eight. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. I feel yeah, and I feel like a lot of people didn't want to, you know, go see that movie because of the bad taste that episode eight had yeah. left everybody well. And it, it's hard too for him because he um oh my gosh, what's it, the actor who I, I don't who know plays his name. him? I, I can't I remember. Just keep on talking. I love him. And he th- that is so hard to portray someone who w- is such an iconic character. Right. Um, and you're so close in age to him to where like people are like legit comparing you to him. Whereas if the age gap was further than I think people wouldn't have been as harsh on mm-hmm. judging his portrayal of him. Um, but yeah, I watched it. I watched it in theaters and then I hadn't watched it again until recently. And I did like it better when I watched it this next time. His yeah. name is Alden Ehrenreich. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I know. Okay. I've seen him in a show. I don't know if it's on HBO. I My Showtime. first time I ever saw him was in Beautiful Creatures. I love I love mm, that. I've never like. seen that. It's the really movie? good. Remember, yeah, the movie. the movie. Yeah, I know what it is. Mm-hmm. Trav, yeah, you might actually like that. It's kind okay. of trippy. Put, it's like a hey. sci-fi-ish kind of movie. I'll put it on my About list. About witches. Yeah, I like hey. that. There's only a couple things on yours. I love some witches. Yeah, thank you. He was in an episode of Supernatural on the first, uh, the Wendigo uh, episode. Uh, was he a ranger? Was he one of the people in the woods? I don't know, but now I want to go back and watch it because he was, I think he was one of the people who got taken out while they were camping. Oh, you're letting in more bugs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's two behind you. I'm like, there's no way to like sneak you try to do this on camera. (laughs) No, it's way demon. It's it's fine. I don't the, know. I want one more Star Wars question, and then we can move along. Um, did you ever watch the Star Wars Christmas special? <sighs> Come on, Bang. No, but it's on. Um, they they just put don't all waste the, your time. Uh, don't, don't don't waste your time. You have to watch horrible. You have to watch it. Yeah. On Disney just to say you Plus. did. I agree with I agree with travel on this. You have to watch, it. watch it. It's like when you drive by an accident on the interstate. It's like. <laughs> You got to watch. You don't hope that anybody's hurt or anything, but you got to see what's going on. Hey, with that That's mask, somebody is. might. It is. Yeah. It is horrific. <laughs> it's like it, it felt like because it was a variety <laughs> show, and, and it's two hours on it's top of two that. hours. Oh, and it, it it came off more of a hey, mm. this is the Star Wars name. We're going to take the name. We're going to take the characters, and we're just going to do our own thing with it. And <laughs> I want to say like the first thirty minutes of the movie. It's just Chewbacca's family. Yeah, talking. they're talking in Wookiee with no subtitles. No subtitles. <laughs> now, who? I want to ask since we're actually on this this topic, this terrible topic. Who directed it or who made it? Michael. Well, oh, it makes sense now. <laughs> George, George Lucas definitely had involvement in it. So what's it? No, I, no, I don't think he had anything. To do. There's I no way. Not. There's no way that he would sign. He owns it. There's no way he would sign. There's no but way he, he would own some... Star Wars and let somebody do it without him having. Are you sure? In it. No, I think I can't he did, imagine. Man, I can't imagine. I can't right now, try Based on how bad that is. I can't imagine. Because while like, his... yeah, I'm leaving here. Do what you <laughs> but, want. I, I, I'll say this one thing about Star Wars real quick before we move on, though. Go ahead. I don't care how bad the last trilogy is or whatever. Um, If you enjoy it, you enjoy it, dude. And kids yeah. should be able to come in and watch the new trilogy and like it without some mm-hmm. of us older fans coming in here and being like, that's garbage and all this stuff. Oh, yeah, it's I wouldn't toxic. go that far. Yeah, I would never I say something. It. I'm not shattering it's, dreams here. Yeah, dude. It's like, I'm not but a the Christmas fan of special, it either, yeah. but if you enjoy it, yeah. But the Christmas special. I'm not letting my story. kids watch that, so. <laughs> 
Yeah, that thing was bad, man. Like, I mean, and and of course, I mean, like, it's crazy because on the Christmas special, that's where Boba Fett was introduced. Was yeah, it was on the introduced was on the. Oh, I'm glad he got redeemed. But technically, before that, he was introduced as a toy, and people were like, "Dude, what is yeah. this?" Yeah, and who's this guy? Yeah, he was just a badass toy. And then oh. that's their first introduction to Boba Fett, is that horrible Christmas special. <laughs> Thank God I wasn't alive back then. <laughs> but, oh, I mean, but that's you. the crazy thing, too, is like it never was released anywhere. It's, it's on just on YouTube. television. Yeah, yeah. It's on YouTube because, you know, somebody actually recorded it and put it up there. But yeah, imagine like, you that can't, you can't find it anywhere. And and with good reason, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Somebody's gonna burn that. Somebody burned so, it. I'm sure. I I know we're kind of getting into like the end of this, but I gotta bring up this subject before we move on. Being somebody that's super into musicals, myself and in the theater. Um, what are you watching now? Because like I'm sure you grew. You're saying you grew up in it, so I'm sure like you know, Singing in the Rain, West Side Story, Sound of Music. You know, the original Star Is Born, like those classics, right? Mimi in St. Louis, like. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're a fan of those, but what what is coming out now that you're like, yeah, I really love these musicals? I don't know. Um, man, I'd really have to think about it. Like, you're meaning like newer musicals that are coming out? I guess like within the last 10 years or so. Like for me um, personally, like The Greatest Showman was incredible. Soundtrack oh, yeah. blew my mind. Oh, I've, yeah. Me and that the girls have seen it like 20 times. It makes me cry every time I see I it. I own the soundtracks, and, bro. Yeah, Dude, the soundtrack, it. it's so yeah. good. So good. Yeah. So good. I uh, I love Wicked. Did that come out more than 10 years ago? Probably like 20, know. but still. Yeah. Has it really been yeah. that long? Ah. I've never seen Wicked because oh. when it comes around. I haven't either, but I heard it's those good. Those tickets are very expensive. <sighs> yes. Because you know it's yeah. so good. Because it's, it's been so around good. that long and people are yeah. still wanting to see it. Um, That's why I never got to see Hamilton. And I was so glad uh, Disney did a thing because it, yeah, Hamilton so was good. incredible. But no way I could afford those tickets to, to go see Hamilton. Yeah. No, I ain't got Hamilton money. <laughs> Hamilton money. Hey, it's the same. It's the same thing. Whenever uh, rent comes around here in the area, like the tickets are all yeah. Well, now we're getting the new in the Heights movie. I don't know if you saw the. I haven't the trailer mm-hmm. for that, but you've seen the original, right? In the Heights. Uh huh. Now, okay. now for okay. So for theater that you can watch, have you watched um, the Goes Wrong show? The Goes Wrong show. No. Oh, you have to watch it if you're a theater person. So it's based on uh, the show that goes wrong or the play that goes wrong, which is a it's a British show. And uh, they were traveling doing the show in the States, of course, before the Rona hit. Um, Oh, it's so good. You have to look it up. They have a Christmas special called A Christmas Carol Goes Wrong. Uh, you can find mm. mo- I think that one you can find online. There's a Peter Pan goes wrong. A Peter Pan or Peter Pan goes wrong was the first one. Um, that kind of spurred all this on. But it's basically, it's like, the concept is it's this amateur acting group that mm-hmm. think they're amazing that <laughs> take, oh, like literally the BBC is supposedly about to record a live version of A Christmas Carol and they break in, or first it was Peter Pan, but it's the same trope, uh-huh. uh, or Christmas Carol, they break in and they take over the show and you've got sets falling down you've got the one character who's always reading his hands on his line or his lines on his hands Jesus. it's so funny and then the series that spun off of that called the goes wrong show that's a bunch of short plays that they do of things going wrong and if you've done theater then you'll okay, just nice. laugh and laugh yeah i just i just googled it so i got it up on my there you go list so that's i can exciting. add it yep okay wait 
when you say that, I don't know why, but I just started thinking about the rum. The, the rum? Tommy <laughs> yeah, be, Have you seen like, the rum? Or you've heard of the room, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah, you don't look. Just go. Just type in the you room. You have on to watch YouTube. it. You don't need to watch the entire thing. No, just you do. At, okay. No, just look at all like the, the important moments from the room, <laughs> and like, and it'll make you laugh. I want to say it's about like a five minute video. Okay. And, okay. What was the one we did for Christmas? The musical. Wasn't uh, it? Oh was, yeah. Um, that right. would be one she should do from uh, um, the one that came out on Netflix. Trapped it. Oh, Jingle Jangle. Cool. You're talking about Jingle Jingle. Jingle, Jingle, Jingle. Jingle. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that one. Yo, yeah, that, that was incredible. That was, that was fun. That was so that was good. Very fun. The yeah. music was great. Exactly. That was fun, mm-hmm. man. It's so. a fun watch. Since we're here. And a good story. But I yeah, love... Yeah, you can recommend it for your kids. Hey, I love A Christmas Carol. It's my favorite Christmas thing of all time. I mm-hmm. love Charles Dickens. And Charles Dickens is very important to British culture. Like, British people look at Charles Dickens as like one of their gods for he's the Shakespeare Britain over there. You know, Charles Dickens, <laughs> they, they love Charles Dickens over there. Hey, Trav, I don't know. Man. Like, you, you kept on saying that name uh, a lot, man. You need to chill out. Nah, Charles Dickens, Hashtag bro. I'm Charles just saying Dickens. Charles Dickens is an incredible, uh, screenplay writer. Okay. You know, All right. You know, okay. So, I'll um, give you that. Mm-hmm. So I have, I want to have, I got two more questions and then, uh, I guess we can wrap this thing up. I don't know if you guys have any more questions. We'll wait for you. Yours okay, are longer than ours. Thank you, time, huh? sir. And no, they're not going to be that long. Uh, right. But I wanted to ask you, what are some animes that are currently out right now that you would love to lend your voice to? Oh. Good question. Oh, Thank I got to think. What, one, what ones are out right now? Um, I'm trying to think of ones that are out and ones that aren't currently being cast because I can't talk <laughs> about this. Wait, oh, no, no. Le- oh, right. Here you go, Trav. Here he goes again. <laughs> le- le- I'm, pull- I'm trying to pull up the list so I can say which ones I would oh, yeah. love to be in. So ones that are currently going, not ones that... Yeah, well, yeah some this. that are currently going, like My Hero Academia. Yeah, okay. Well, of course, my... Like, who... What voice actor doesn't want to be yeah. Hero? I'd love to be in My Hero. Um, Black Clover. I, ha- I still have never been in Black Clover. I think I was like a... Uh, I did like a bit, like a character that wasn't a name one time in the show, but I've never been the named character. I'd love to be mm. in Black Clover since I've since I've stuck with it and watched well, through it all the time. Oh, Doctor Stone! Oh, <gasps> Doctor Stone! Yeah, one. there's a yeah. spinoff coming to that too, so you might mm-hmm. get double I love double Dr. the chance. Stone. Yeah, fingers crossed. Hey, and uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part Six is coming out next uh-huh. year, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be very female heavy. So <sighs> hey, I'm just putting it out there. Cross I mean, the fan- Awesome. Into the hey, universe. Hey, I never hey, want to we... take away from somebody's payday. So, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, you're right, Trav. I'm all for the JoJo and you <laughs> getting right. it. You know, I'll support JoJo <laughs> for you. Yeah, I'll support her <laughs> if she gets it. Hey, hey, we, hey, we know people. We'll we'll make a couple of phone calls. <laughs> Trav, he, Trav's good friends with Dwayne Johnson. So, yeah. you know, everybody loves The Rock. And, the if, Rock. Um, you know, The Rock just has to snap his fingers like Thanos and that'll put you in <laughs> Everything will be all right. <laughs> Yeah, he liked he liked my Instagram comment, so I'm kind of a big deal around oh. here. Wow. That's so. right. D, you can go ahead and ask your question, and I'll round it out with mine. Ooh, I like that. He's trying to counter. He's trying to counter right now. We're playing Jamie. Uh-huh. Um, now, Ms. Brand, <laughs> growing up, was there ever a horror movie or anything of that nature that really creeped you out? Ah, oh, Gremlins. Gremlins. I was scared of the dark for years. Hell That's yeah. wild. Hey. 
Don't feed them after 12, right? Oh, man. Gremlins <laughs> scared me something good. Nice. And even Jurassic Park. That's not even a horror movie. I was... Well, it I depends. Was, it, it, it is. Very controversial. Is, yeah. Some people do. Some people I had don't. nightmares. But yeah. So the movie that scared me, like, as an adult, like... Mm-hmm. was um i am legend i Ooh, didn't want to go I, out to the barn at night to feed my horses yeah they had some pretty good it was, I mean, in that movie. yeah yeah the wild it. thing is how scary it could have been they just chose not to make it as scary yeah. as it should have been mm-hmm. you know book wise the book yeah. is very mm-hmm. yeah very scary good point yeah. Trav. Mm-hmm. Yep. yeah that's I, uh, great pick i read something about uh spoiler alert how they changed it up was because in the book, this the reason why a spoiler thought, alert, I, the book been out hey, 20, I'm years, them know. I mean, years old. <laughs> 20 years like, old. In the book, in the, book uh, the reason why it's called I Am Legend is because the vampires in the movie, they are actually intelligent mm-hmm. and they end up killing. Uh, I, I, I can't remember if his name is Robert Neville in the books or if that was just made for the movie with Will Smith in it, but Pretty much the reason why he becomes a legend is because they end up killing him and it's like all of the vampires, they fear him. So that mm-hmm. way it's mm-hmm. a way to protect people, to protect the vampires from, I think, going up to the real world or right. something like that because there are people like him out there that can kill him. So mm. it, like Trav said, I mean, it would have been interesting if they would have went that route, but yeah. of course it was Will Smith and... Uh, I mean, of course, you didn't get a happy ending to the movie, but on the DVD, they did have the alternate alternate ending. ending? Where, where Spoiler alert, right? There's an alternate yeah. ending. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. 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 <laughs> if, if people didn't know. but This um, movie came out before Blu-ray <laughs> was even a conception. So. <laughs> hey, what, was, what was the other one? Uh, HD DVD? Well, no, that, that, that came out a little bit after Blu-ray. That was Microsoft trying to, like, compete, but. R.I.P. There's no competition. Bro. I feel bad for people that bought HD movies. Yeah. I feel yeah, like they should have got it's gone. Microsoft should have done something where you could trade it in and get the Blu-ray version of your HD yeah. or something. Huh? Yeah, because I, I remember um for the Xbox 360, there was like a HD DVD adapter drive. that you could yeah, no, drive. The drive yeah, was in there, could, yeah. No, 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 it, it didn't standard. come with it. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. You had you had to buy the drive separately in order to watch the HD DVDs on oh, the yes. Xbox 360. And then when it got canceled, I mean, not canceled, but uh, um, when it got dropped. Discontinued. Like, discontinued. Discontinued, yeah. thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, people were stuck with this stuff. And there's also, I mean, you think about it, there are people out there that don't even know what HD DVDs are. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. But, uh, my Leave final question for you is, um, what is some advice that you would give to any of uh, aspiring voice actors that want to get into the industry um hmm. it's a tough industry to get into you will face more uh failure than success (laughs) and because of that you have to remember that your self-worth is not based in how well you are or are not doing as a voice actor because if you live and die by your auditions and your bookings then you're gonna be miserable so mm-hmm. do it because you love it, but have that degree of separation where the love does not translate to your love of yourself. Um, you got to keep it separate or you'll be very sad all the time. So <laughs> find, find your worth and your value in something else. Nice. I like nice. that. Nice. I love yeah, that. I like that. that advice. And that's where that's the, the rainbow <laughs> yep. over the video. Miss Brianna, take that with you. All right. <laughs> and only use it when you need it. Okay. Uh-huh. 
Well, Everybody gets one. Everybody gets one. <laughs> for our last guess, he got like six. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he said he, he used them and he wasn't sparing with them, so I gave him like six for the road. <laughs> and yeah. just in case that bug is still there, put that yep. thumbs up. Oh, yeah, he'll he, get out of there. He, he will show up. up. He will I show up with right there. You got to like squash this. it. <laughs> I haven't seen it since I like opened the the door. So it may the be portal. Oh. Oh, He's out there waiting. Hey, and if, if you notice, Loki hasn't barked, so <laughs> that's the reason why Loki took the bug right. out. That's right. <laughs> so with that being said, thank you again, Miss Brianna Roberts, for joining oh, us up here on Level Up with Benjamin Banks. You were such an amazing guest. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we let you go, let everybody in social media land know where they can find you at. Awesome. Uh, Voices by Bree is my handle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, my website is VoicesByBree.com. So uh, come check me out. I post updates on my career and also lots of pictures of my dog. Nice. So, Hopefully that, that fish tank, too. <laughs> we get some of that I do. Tank? There's actually one on there right now. Bro. Nice. 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 Man, what an amazing person. Hey, say I it again. smile. That's right. Say it again. It's like a game. Bro. Say it again. I Again. love her smile. We keep on knocking it out of the park with all of the amazing guests that we keep bringing up here on Loving right. Up with Benjamin Banks. And uh, like I said uh, last year, we're going to keep on doing this and we're going to keep on bringing you the names. So thank you for listening to us every week and watching the interviews on YouTube uh, and supporting us. We appreciate it. And uh, with that being said, D, let them know where they can find you at the social media land. That's going to be rebellious, double underscore D23 at Instagram.com. Thanks, everybody, for watching, listening, and leveling up. Trav? Hey, that's right. And sent you on the Instagram already. All you got to do is go up to that search bar and type in ZK Audio, and then head on over to the Twitter, and you can find me at T-R-A-V-I-O-S-Z-K. And if anybody out there is in need of a hero, where can they find one that good sir? You can find me at Hero Benjamin Banks at King Benji underscore Banks on Twitter and Instagram. And you can look me up on Facebook at Benjamin Banks. I should be the first person to pop up. If not, then I need to contact Mr. Zuckerberg. Thank you for listening to this new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Make sure that you follow all of the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks social media accounts at Leveling Up Banks on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We also have a Patreon. And if you're feeling generous and would love to donate to us, it is at Leveling Up Banks. Thank you to all of our patrons who donate to us. We love and we appreciate you for supporting us. And uh, we would love for more people to uh, jump on the Patreon train. and uh, mm-hmm. help. Like, follow, subscribe. Like, follow, subscribe, and help us out. We appreciate That's it. Right. And make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube at Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks, where we have interviews, reviews. We got it all up there. Uh, thank you to everybody who has uh, already subscribed to us up there as well. We appreciate that. We're on the train to get into 1,000 subscribers. And uh, yeah, we're doing good. And uh, the year's been really good for us. So with that being said, stay positive. Uh, have a nice day. And always keep that pinky up. We'll see you next time on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks.